Disclaimer. This podcast represents the opinions of the Morning Star family and the guests on their show. The content here should not be taken seriously or personal. The content here is for comedic and therapeutic purposes only. Listener discretion is advised. Friday, y'all. Happy Friday. It's Flash Friday and it's Friday and it's payday for some of us. For some of us. <laughs> for some of us. For me. Not for me. It's everyone's payday when they get to hear us on a Friday. That is true. Well, we're at five and six now, right? Episodes e- five and six? Episodes five and six. Episodes five and six. While it's e- thunderstorming and lightning. Yeah, it's pouring outside. It's literally. <laughs> There's literally ducks walking down the street having a parade in the rain right now. <laughs> is it ducks or is it cranes? No, is it both? it's the ducks. It's those manly ducks that came to try to attack you that one time. Keep the doors locked. Yeah. So, episode five. Yes. It's called Plastique. 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 P-L-A-S-T-I-Q-U-E. Plastique. Plastique. It's a type of bomb, no? Is it? Yes. Boom. Do we have a boom button? No. <sighs> no. By the way, by popular demand, well, not demand, request... Mrs. DK is on the buttons. But he's not letting me press the buttons. <laughs> you already pushed the buttons. You pushed some buttons. I don't know what the other buttons do. You don't need to know what they do. Let's move on, shall we? I guess. I'm... <sighs> Welcome to Flash Friday. Uh, I totally forgot to introduce ourselves. I'm DK Morningstar, and this is my lovely co-host. I mean, if they don't know who we are right now. Right. Mrs. DK Morningstar. It's just a cheap way to get our applause. So yeah. go ahead. We yeah. know who we are. We know what we do. Let's go into Flash episode five. Yes. We start off with them in a bar. So it's Barry, Cisco, Caitlin, Iris, and Jerry. Jerry. <laughs> his, his name is staying Jerry for the rest of this fucking thing. I don't give a shit. While he's on the show? While he's on the show. As long as he appears, he's Jerry. Okay, Jerry. Okay. So they're at a bar and they're drinking or whatever. And I think uh so iris tells barry it's cool that you're wrong cisco and caitlin because they saved your life and i really think that's great that you guys are friends you know because apparently barry doesn't have a lot of friends except for iris he got no friends just like us well now he has friends <laughs> yeah we have nobody i mean now we do we i mean we have jasmine tito but that doesn't count no but we have you know you have your friends we don't have friends we have Moving friends on. we don't have friends let's I think, move on i think we people... don't have friends let's move on it's okay it's okay. I think people would be upset you don't got no friends. Weren't you playing with your friends two nights ago? Who, Ben? Ben doesn't count. No. Of course Ben counts. <laughs> ben Coco. Ben Coco. 
happy you got to touch the button. Yeah, I was trying to figure out what that was. <sighs> okay. <laughs> well, no, I don't. I, I'm not gonna say that they're my friends because Joe has yet to confirm that we're friends. He didn't say, "Yeah, we friends." I don't think he has to say, "Yeah, we're friends." We we friends, son. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I want. <laughs> okay, let's. <laughs> There's people who are actually here for the Flash, you know. Okay. Like two people, but they're here for the Flash. We appreciate you, two people. <laughs> so <laughs> they're at the bar. It's those five people. Iris said what she had to say. Her and Barry take a shot together, and Barry finds out that well, he he takes a shot and he doesn't put a face, and Iris puts that typical face when you take a shot that you know, mm. yeah. You know when you when you scratch your front and you smell carne asada, <laughs> that face. She you makes that face. That? <laughs> she goes. It was just Monday. It's Friday, so she then goes over to Jerry and you know has the conversation. And that's when Barry starts to freak out. He runs over to Cisco and Caitlin. He goes, "Guys, I can't feel anything." And he takes like what five shots in a row. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he takes a tray of shots. And Cisco says, "Well, that's what happens when you drink a lot." And Barry goes, "No dipshit." I don't feel anything, meaning I can't get drunk. That's terrible. Right? Literally, I would not drink just just to have that nasty taste and not to get some kind of buzz afterwards. I, would, some, I wouldn't do it. Some people don't find the, the taste nasty, though. Some people actually enjoy the taste nah. of some of those. Like I, nah. I don't. No, no, no. Okay. There are certain liquors, yes, that taste good. Or depending on how you mix it, it tastes good just because it tastes good. Mm. But if you're taking a shot of vodka or whiskey, or oh, some people actually like whiskey. But if you're taking a yeah. shot like a vodka or of like fucking Russian vodka, <laughs> shout out to Tito. <laughs> fuck you in that Russian vodka. If anyone doesn't know what I'm talking about, I challenge you to take shots with me and Tito of Russian vodka. You will die. That we won't. Terrible. We're immune at this point. But you will die. We played Russian roulette, and instead of money, we played with shots. Yep. We all lost. <laughs> yep. We all all lost. I think it was Tito's birthday, right? His 30th birthday? No, that was Christmas. No, no, no. The first time was the, Christmas. Oh, yes, yes, yes. The first time was Christmas. And then his 30th birthday was like the revenge of Russian. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On Christmas, we played Russian roulette. With that was not the best ride home. No. <laughs> no. I don't even remember certain parts. I remember certain parts. Well, thank God I'm not Barry. <laughs> well, I wish I was Barry at that night because that shit is terrible. That anyway, so, <laughs> so they drink and they find out he can't get drunk. So, yeah, they wanna, they're going to test it out. So, she, Caitlin wants to take his blood sample. She carries around, apparently, a blood sample kit. Right, right. So, <laughs> she says, <laughs> you have your hobbies. I have mine. So, they want to test his blood to see why he can't get drunk. And they figure out that it's his super fast metabolism because, you know, he's the Flash. Wow. wow if you hear lightning in the back, it's because we're doing the Flash. That's awesome. No. Then we jump into the next scene, and it's like a guard who's doing patrol, security guard, who's doing patrol in a building. On the 14th floor. On the 14th floor. <laughs> and he sees a door open, and there's like a hole in the door where the doorknob used to be. And some girl runs out, and he's like, freeze, bitch. And she's like, nah, bitch. And he's like, come on, bitch. <laughs> and she's like, bitch. <laughs> so she takes a book bag and throws it at him, but warns him beforehand. She's like, get down. And she throws it, and it blows up. But she was trying to warn him. I don't think she was trying to hurt him. She was well, just trying to get away. Then why are you stealing something and why do you have bombs? Nope. I ins- Shh, don't. Don't. Because you're going to ruin it. Am <laughs> I, I? We know what happens. So no, I'm not talking about that. I was just saying there's people who carry bombs who are just trying to either open something or just trying to do like a warning shot. Who the fuck do you know <laughs> carries bombs 
that's using that as a warning shot. This bitch. Okay. <laughs> she then throws the bombs, blows up. The guard is fine, but for some reason, it's late at night, and there's a guy washing the windows. <laughs> yeah. He, there's a window washer going, <laughs> cleaning the windows, like, probably 9, 10 o'clock at night at this point. And the explosion affects him. He almost falls, and he's holding on to the uh, the, cable. Cl- the cable that's about to snap. We go back to the bar, and they're still trying to figure out why Barry can't get drunk. And that's when um, Jerry's like, come on, Barry, it's your turn to, to play, whatever play. I think they're playing darts. Darts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the same time, his phone goes off, and he finds out there's an explosion on where whatever building they said. What? God, you stop <laughs> <laughs> fucking getting all the little details. So Eddie's like, fuck, I gotta go. Iris is like, you know, it's kind of late. But at the same time, Caitlin is doing a fake yawn to like get them out. But then Jerry and Iris are already excusing themselves. So I don't know why she was even continuing to lie. And Barry's gone. And then Barry's <laughs> like, yeah, 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 I gotta go. So Barry runs off and, you know, some he's somewhere he was carrying the flash suit finally. Switches in the flash suit and he's out to go save the dude. He gets there. And the funny part to me is they're still in the bar. Barry's there already trying to save the dude. He sees the guy's dangling and he's like, oh, what should I do? And Caitlin's like, you can't catch him. You don't have super strength. So Barry's suggestion is to look for a mattress store <laughs> so he can go inside and build mattress tower. And she tells him, no, you dipshit. It's not fucking a cartoon. You can't do that. And then he figures out, hey, how fast do I need to go to run up this building? and catch this motherfucker and Cisco's like how high do you have to go he tells him about like 50 stories or whatever 50 meters whatever it was Cisco started doing the math and Caitlin's like Caitlin does the most realistic shit I've ever seen she says fuck that shit just run really fast <laughs> and make sure when you come down you're running just as fast because if not you go splat right. is there a splat button no Damn. so Barry proceeds runs really fast grabs the guy makes it down Somehow Iris is coming out of the fucking place, whatever, like coming down the alley. She sees the flash run up. The flash runs down. He saves the dude. And now Barry and Iris are face to face. And this is the first time that she sees the flash because, you know, he's like a myth because no one's really seen him. And this is when she's finally seeing him. Seeing him? Seeing him. Seeing him. And he does the whole face shaking thing. He does the (laughs) thing to his face (laughs) so she can't see him. And he runs past her really fast. And her breath is taken away. <sighs> she looks like she has bad breath. She mm-hmm. looks like her breath smells like carne asada and crayons. <laughs> <sighs> On to the next scene. Barry and Joe and all the other cops are there at the building that, or the, the floor, whatever. Well, they were at the, the explosion. Scene. Yes, they're at the crime scene. But isn't it? And Jerry. And Jerry, that's what I said. You said everybody. Uh, I was skipping. And then they, I guess they're doing research or reconnaissance or whatever trying to figure out what the hell or why that person was there they find out that a folder is missing or a file is missing and while they're in the file room uh joe tells jerry get the fuck out because barry's the man and you're nothing he's gonna do his thing let, yeah let barry do his thing thing <laughs> so barry does his thing thing and super f- speed speed that didn't sound as good i thought it was gonna be <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, from there we jump straight to the precinct because Barry finds something. Uh, I don't know how he found the missing, you know, how he can find anything, whatever. How did he know what how was did, missing? Yeah, how did yeah. he know which folder was missing or what was touched? There Maybe was like, we just weren't listening to 
I don't know. 20 it's cop shit, him. superhero shit. You know, we have to bend our disbelief because this is a guy who's running 50,000 miles per hour anyway. Yeah, yeah. But jump to the precinct and uh, the captain is actually in the office and they, uh, Joe walks in. He's like, what the hell is going on? It's a whole bunch of like military people there. They tell Joe that he uh, that the captain's been talking to someone, some general. And then the general walks out and actually it's the dude who plays Mr. Krabs. And Spongebob, well, he's the voice. He's a very, you know, known actor. I don't know his name. I don't give a fuck about his name. Winnie, 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 winnie. I, uh, <laughs> I just see Mr. Krabs when I see him. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> he always plays a military dude, too. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, I see that. And like, or a cop. He was actually in the game Detroit. Was he? Yeah, he plays a cop with that the other dude that, that you know. Jackson Avery. Yeah, that fucker. So the general comes out, and he tells Joe, we're going to be taking over this case. And that's when Joe's like, oh, I didn't know that. You guys handle civilian cases. And and Mr. Krabs is like, she's one of ours. She works for the Krusty Krabs. We're looking for Sandy Cheeks, bitch. Krusty Krab pizza? No. No? Okay. So, Joe puts a face like he kind of... trust it. He doesn't trust it because the guy's like, oh, um, we're going to need everything that you have on it. All your notes, every little thing that you have on it. And Joe's like, we'll send it to you. He's like, that's nice. I want it now. Give me what I want, is what he says. <laughs> and he's like laughing because he thought of Batista. <laughs> Give me what I want. That's not what I want. Give me what I want. <laughs> you know what I want? You just don't want to give it to me. So Joe's like, ah, oh, fine, whatever. That's when Barry shows up with a box full of evidence. He looks at Barry and gives him this look and he says, this is just whatever. They're the army. They're here to take over the case. Give them everything that's relevant. With a face. With a face. Like, you know what to do. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, Barry. Yeah. Come on, white boy. <laughs> so white boy does his white boy shit, his flash shit, and snatches one piece of evidence, I guess the most important piece of evidence that they need, mm-hmm. I guess. And uh, he's like, good job. And then out of nowhere, some other cop, like a cop cop, like a guy who you looks like a cop, like a guy who looks like he just had donuts, oh is like, God. yo, Joe. No. <laughs> so he <laughs> says, yo, Joe, I need to talk to you about Iris. And then... We just magically, you know, what TV does. We show up back at Joe's place with Iris, and they're talking. And he's like, yo, ho, why the fuck were you at the crime scene? Why are you blowing dudes in the alley? We said that you couldn't do that anymore. Oh, my God, sir. Sir, that's what I'm saying. She can't be blowing people, especially Freddy. Freddy? Jerry? Jerry. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Freddy? Scooby-Doo? Scooby-Doo this shit? Yeah, Scooby, see, I tied it all together. Good job. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, well, I wasn't there because I didn't, because uh, I care about Eddie, you know, because he said, you can't go to every crime scene Eddie's at just because you care about him. She's like, I didn't go there for Eddie. I went there for the streak. And he's like, see, you are a hoe. I told you. <laughs> see, she a hoe. You a hoe, a faux show. She tells him, I think she officially tells him, oh, I was there to cover the streak because uh, I started this blog or whatever. I think I'm Lois Lane. I think I'm April O'Neil. But I'm not. I'm just some piece of shit. Oh ho, who likes to blow dudes who run really fast, who blow loads in my face really fast. Oh, my God. But why are you mad? I'm not mad. <laughs> I'm definitely not mad. So <laughs> Joe's like, hmm, okay, whatever. And he, he's very dismissive of it. Not like, wow. I, I thought I pressed a button that. by accident. <laughs> <laughs> so he's very dismissive of it. And it's kind of weird because he made sure to tell, he was very strict with Barry to not tell Iris in one of the previous episodes about the whole being the flash thing like he had to keep it a secret 
but he's like whatever nonchalant with her go ahead and go ahead and do your blog it's not gonna go anywhere because i don't believe in you ho a little aggressive there okay no no more rants so we jumped to star labs now we're in star labs and cisco's actually playing with his nipples it's so weird (laughs) (laughs) just kidding i'm just testing to see if you guys are still here (laughs) you're listening to me so they're there at star labs and um barry tells everyone the situation because he comes in with the one piece of evidence that he took for himself he's like oh some general general eiling took over the case and harrison Wells shows up on his wheelchair rolling down the streets sipping on gin and juice even though that's not the song but harrison well rolls in and is like oh is that wade eiling he's like yeah how do you know him and harrison wells like because i'm a shady motherfucker have you figured it out i can stand (laughs) don't you watch the show dick anyway (laughs) no he tells him uh we used to have a deal together because he wanted uh he had this patent he had this idea to um control people's minds so they can confess to shit so he can read their minds and get information instead of interrogating them kind oh, of the, yeah the, the to make the soldiers into mind readers right right, right. Yeah. which is a little like nudge nudge to a future character another super villain of the flashes which we get there mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and then uh the with the one piece of evidence they have they figure out uh what the girl's name is that they're looking for they have an address of a i guess a family member oh yeah emergency contact I emergency said. contact that she had so they got that and then barry suits up and he Dashes through the seats. The streets. The streets. I said the sheets at first, right? Mm-hmm. Fucking Iris is a hoe. <laughs> what the fuck? And Barry gets to the address where they got the... I keep forgetting. What is the phrase? The emergency contact. Emergency contact. Yes, the emergency contact um, address. And she just happens to be there. And Barry runs up to her as she's walking down the fire escape like, you know, women's from the Bronx do. (laughs) (laughs) And she gets down and Barry's like, wait, stop, freeze, break it down. (laughs) I was going to say that. (laughs) So, like, she, Barry gets close and she says, no, wait, don't, don't touch touch me. me. But she does it in, like, a panicked way. And she kind of like goes to block him and accidentally touches his chest where the lightning bolt emblem is. And then she's like, oh, fuck, you got to get naked. And Barry's like, what do you mean I got to get naked? She's like, you got to get naked because you're going to bust in my face. My God. <laughs> well, he would have because, you know, he was literally going to explode. <laughs> so he's like, oh, fuck. So Barry like runs down the block and apparently gets undressed and then his suit explodes. And then he's there in the corner chilling naked. And then, you know, he, he lets her go basically because he was about to blow up in her face. He's about to blow a load in her face. Oh, my God. <laughs> Literally. So then we jump to Star Labs where Cisco is there and Caitlin's there. And they're like, oh, eh, why is he not talking? Why is he not responding? There must be a good reason for him. Don't panic. And Barry shows up um, in pants and putting on a T-shirt at Star Labs. And Cisco's like, where the fuck's my suit? And Barry's like, it blew up. And, he, you know, Cisco made these suits for him. So he's a little upset that the suit exploded. And Barry tells him, no. She's someone who touches you and makes you explode. She's not a she's not someone who works with bombs. She is the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> what happens after that? Uh Harrison rolls in. Yes, Harrison rolls in and basically breaks down what she is, what kind of metahuman she is. Right. That she can fucking blow shit up. She's an explosive bitch. And Cisco's like, Oh, what kind of person would do that? You know, this woman's evil. <laughs> and then he looks up her picture 
and to Cisco, she's a she's an attractive woman. He's like, never mind, I forgive her. <laughs> she can blow me anytime. Oh my god! So, uh, and then Joe follows in, and Joe's like, great, I met a human that blows shit up, a bomb person, a bomb, 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 bomb. Yeah, the bomb bitch. By the way, her name is Bet Sans Sushi. Bet Sans Sushi. Bet Sans Sushi. And Joe comes in, and he's like, great, it's another Tuesday. And I'm like, no, Joe, today's Friday, you stupid dick. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, Barry, can I talk to you for a minute? Which is a very popular line in this show. A lot of people always say, can I talk to you a second? Can I talk to you for a minute? And I think in, in a future episode, someone calls it out like, let me guess, you want to talk to me for a second? <laughs> it is. I'm just trying to remember. Yeah, I can't remember, but I know it happens in an episode. Because it says it so often that someone always pulls someone off to the side. And eventually someone like kind of breaks the fourth wall of the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But don't I say that to you? Yeah, but <laughs> that's different. It's it's just like everyone literally says that to someone at some point. Like Barry would say it to Joe. Joe would say it to Iris. Iris said it to Freddie, Eddie, Jerry. Jerry. And then Jerry would say it to like Harrison. I mean, they don't really ever have a scene together. But and then, you know, Harrison will say it to Cisco. Cisco says it to Caitlin. Caitlin says it to Ronnie. So on and so forth. Like everyone has always said it to somebody. It's just weird that it's a very common thing to say in the show. Anyway, I digress. Joe pulls Barry to the side, and Barry and Joe's like, "Yo, motherfucker, yo, white boy, <laughs> can I talk to you for a second? Can I talk to you second job, Turkey?" <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> he pulls him to the side. He's like, "I thought I told you to talk to this cunt daughter of mine about <gasps> chasing the street." Shut up! You act like this language is new. <laughs> it's like I thought I told you to talk to this hoe for show. And Barry's like, I did, but I can't control her. She just snuck up on me. It's not my fault. I can't save some dickhead falling from a skyscraper when he's doing his job like eight hours past his shift. And I got to tell this bitch don't come over here because she told me she was going home because she was drunk at the bar. Anyway, fuck you, Joe. And Joe's like, well, I need you to convince her to stop this shit. And I need you to convince her harder. You know what I mean? Know what you mean. You know what I mean? I know Bounce. Wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, now? Yes, now. And Barry runs off and talks to Iris and then begins to try to convince Iris that she was too drunk at the bar. She didn't really see what she thinks she saw. And she's like, nah, motherfucker. The streak smiled at me. And now I need a new dick. Oh. Yes, that's what she's saying. Oh, fast man. Give it to me fast. (laughs) Give it to me, baby. <laughs> so, and Barry's like, nah, you need to chill that shit out because your father is being a bitch. But he didn't say that. But that's what he was thinking. Basically. So, and she knows that he's not. Right, right. Because she tells him, oh, you used to believe in the unbelievable, and now you're telling me not to chase after this. This is very unlike you. And until you can tell me what the real reason is you're telling me to stop, I'm not stopping. But the funny shit is that Barry kind of like hit her with that disrespect. He's like, how serious can you be? You haven't even put your name on the blog. You're doing it as an anonymous person. Anonymous? anonymous anonymous yeah i've always fucked that word up when i first say it and then i say it again i get it right you putting it anonymously 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 that that's what she's doing that hoe because she a hoe she's a secret hoe <laughs> we jump into the next scene and i believe in that last conversation they tell barry like uh the doctor she used to see and we find out that the doctor was experimenting on her her, uh, the doctor and Eileen experimented on her, right? And that's why she is the way she is. I don't. Uh, I think they were probably experimenting while the accelerator went off. Probably. So she goes to the doctor to confront him. I guess to kill him. No, I think she wanted answers on why, she, how she can, or why she's like that. 
Sure. Because she went to get to kill him. Yeah, no, but when Barry Shot said that he can help her, because it happened to him too. She, no, 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 but she originally went there to kill the doctor, I guess, or to get revenge or something because she's mad. Mm. And then that's when Barry also shows up as the Flash. The army also shows up and they start shooting randomly into the window and they hit her in the shoulder. Right. And that's when like Barry's like, come with me if you want to live. <laughs> and she's like, okay, fast man. <laughs> and Barry carries her out and runs away. And then Eileen is like, where's my bitch? And the guy's inside like, your bitch ain't here. She gone. She gone. Next scene. We end up back at Star Labs where Barry brings San Sushi. San Sushi. San Sushi. And they, uh, they're running tests on her. Right, so they're running like some kind of test, and oh, they haven't started running tests. They they talk to her first to let her know that um, she actually was hit by dark matter that she wasn't tested on. That she happened to get these powers while they were testing on her, and whatever it was that she was touching, her, she was like she was a bomb expert in the army. Right, right. So they she said that there was an explosion, and they flew her back to the states to fix her, and the pieces from the bomb were inside of her from when she was in Afghanistan and that's when the dark matter hit her because that's when the particle accelerator exploded yes right? going forward we will not say particle accelerator exploded too much because what happened was it was called dark matter that was spread through the city so dark matter is from here on out how people got their powers right that's what they said right right so then they tell her oh we have to uh, do some tests or whatever and then they kind of tell her like um there have been other people like you and Cisco goes yeah but they don't look like you you know <laughs> kind of saying I want you to sit on my face oh my god kind of <laughs> thing go Cisco and then uh, when she's sitting on the table uh, Caitlin no go Cisco yes go Cisco fuck Cisco he anyway took a shot. so he he took a huge shot like he Little, fucking yeah. babe roofed that shit like he <laughs> called his home run shot and he bunted right afterwards anyway um, so they find out that she has a bullet in her shoulder and then when they pull it out it's a tracker yep so guess who shows up Mr. Krabs money 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 <laughs> with more people from the, with a whole <laughs> bunch of army guys <laughs> and so uh, Harrison was like get this hoe out of here I'm gonna handle this motherfucker I got the Krusty Krab discount Krusty Krab pizza so he kind of like talks to him whatever and he's like oh me and you could have saved the world together and Harrison's like fuck you he's just a dick yeah he's just a dick in this show not Harrison the, the fucking Mr. Krabs he's a dick everywhere yeah, he just cares he, about money he always he really <laughs> just cares about money 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 money, money. <laughs> but he really does always play a bad person doesn't he no he's played a good person before I've never seen him as a good person he played okay I'll show you later okay anyway so <laughs> he's played good people He's done a lot of voiceovers of, of other... Anyway, moving <laughs> forward. So they go... Uh, they jump to a scene where they're like back at the... Um, they're outside by some Yeah, barn. yeah, they're at, but they're they're back at that airstrip they were the first time when they tested the Flash. Ah, yes, yes. So they're back me. there. Basically, that's like where they test, I guess, like an abandoned airship, which I also think that's the airspace later on in the show, like four or five seasons from now, mm -hmm. where they have like a table. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. So they're testing her abilities or whatever and using, and Barry's like, you know, I also have these powers and they've been helping me so they can help you kind of a thing. Right. And then while Barry's explaining to her, Joe calls him like, motherfucker, yo, white boy. <laughs> I thought 
you had a job to tell her good job you fucked it up and Barry's like she's not my daughter that's your motherfucking problem I tried sir I tried I tried, I tried sir but I didn't get it and he's like you fucking white boy <laughs> listen I shouldn't have told you to do shit but now she put her name on it so she's no longer anonymous I got it right the first time yeah she's no longer anonymous so I shouldn't have told you to do anything and then Barry tells Cisco the whole situation and he's like great her name is on it which means she's gonna write something and these metahumans that are bad are gonna think that she knows something more than she actually knows and then Barry's like I got this and he runs to Jitters to talk to her there, there was something missing no there's nothing missing he runs to Jitters to talk to her oh yeah so he f- it, but they should know her personality by now to know that if you tell her not to do something she's gonna, she's gonna do it harder hey yo <laughs> she's gonna do it harder that's what she said so I know you see she is a hoe she's gonna do it harder <laughs> well you know she got a little frisky with him there in the next scene when he went to go see her and basically tell her to stop writing about him and, and she looked him up and down in his licorice outfit it was like mm-hmm. <laughs> let me get a taste of that licorice puppy <laughs> but he was telling her to stop that he's not in it for the glory and she says people need faith you know that you're doing all this good stuff so why are you doing it if you don't want the glory and, and then she it. hits him with the fucking my best friend when he was a kid, his mom was murdered and he believed the impossible. And, you know, he claims that something like you kind of killed his mother. And I just want you to help me save my friend. And he's like, fuck. Yeah. Why you had to say that? Why you had to go and do that? And then, yeah, she pulls his pants down and she goes, licorice time. Me <laughs> Twizzlers. <laughs> I love Twizzlers. Uh, I haven't had Twizzlers in so long. Let me go put on my outfit. <laughs> you do have No, one. stop it. Like <laughs> moving right along, we go into the next scene, which is The next scene is them telling sushi. Yeah, they're telling sushi. Bet sushi. Bet San Sushi. <laughs> BSS. They can't help her. They can't help her get back to normal. The shrap metal in her body is infused with her DNA, which I totally forgot to mention this. Because everything she touches explodes like after a while, right? Right. But this bitch is fully clothed. Mm-hmm. So how doesn't anything on her explode? She had to... No, 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 no. They gave her the gloves when she first got her. She didn't understand her powers. Right. Now, you can say she got when she got her powers is because she was wearing those clothes. But she's definitely not wearing the same clothes that she's been... Because when, when this shit happened, she was in her fatigues, her, her army right right so how can she get dressed and it not explode exactly Mm. she has boots on she has pants on she has a shirt on and she had a leather jacket and in that scene she crossed her arms and she was touching her leather jacket and she was not wearing the gloves that they gave her now you can say the gloves help her because they were made by star labs and they usually know what the fuck they're doing but no Anyway, moving on. So they tell her they can't help her. Maybe she has to put some kind of pressure on it? I call bullshit. Yeah, okay. No, because the way she was crossing her arms, she was pretty tight, like pushing her, you know. Her hand. No one ever gently arm. crosses their arms. It wasn't she, she wasn't like flapping like a penguin. No. I'm gently crossing my arms. Exactly, but she wasn't doing that. She was doing that really aggressive cross arm. Mm, okay, I, I see that. Whatever. I, I call bullshit. Okay. Either do your job or don't do your job. CW, Flash, Plastique. <laughs> oh yeah and then Cisco gives her the name Plastique I totally forgot that that's why the episode is called Plastique yes yes her her name is Plastique and Cisco's like oh I got it on the first try <laughs> because that's a bomb I want right? to eat her chocha 
What? What? That's a bomb, right? Whatever, yeah. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> we go, uh, they tell her they can't help her or whatever. And then she's like, you know, she starts crying because she realized she's she's never going to be normal again. She's fucked. And Barry's like, oh, we can just make her part of the team. And everyone's like, no, that's dangerous. She can't stay here. And they're like, oh, we can't lock her down the stairs in the pipeline, the, the metahuman prison that we made. Like, what do we do? Anyway, so Barry doesn't know what to do. He goes back to his office. Joe's already there looking through his mother's case files, trying to, you know, go further into figuring out who actually killed his mom. Right. And then um, he goes, how was your day? And he goes, well, I made friends with someone who can blow shit up, and I promise I can save her, but I can't save her. And then he also tells Joe, I figured out why Iris is writing about the streak and doing this blog. And he tells her because she's doing it to help me, the actual Barry, the actual white boy. Hmm. he's like, damn, white boy. For real? But how you find that out, sir? But how you find that out, son? And he's like, my mans. <laughs> I talked to this bitch. And I was like, yo, chick. Yo, <laughs> bitch. It's the street. Stop this shit. And she was like, nah, player. I'm going to keep on writing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So. <laughs> so. She Barry's like the only way to get her to stop is to tell her that Barry and the Flash or at this point the streak are the same person and Joe's like man you always want to tell this bitch something like come on player come on white boy <laughs> keep your mouth shut the street is hot <laughs> the street is <laughs> the streets are hot out here cuz <laughs> can't go around telling people this shit come on player come on white boy can't get over my player voice I know I like it so Barry's just like you know I have to tell her and Joe's like you know you you always want to tell her and he's like she's my best friend I tell her everything and Joe's like white boy we both know that's a lie because you don't tell her everything and Barry looks at him like what you saying and then what he you looks mean? at him like what you talking about Willis <laughs> and Joe's like don't you call me Willis you know what I'm talking about white boy and Joe calls him out because he says you never told her that you were in love with her and Barry's like damn is that obvious and he's like yeah white boy I mean everyone except her and, usual. and then you know Barry's like you know I was too slow <laughs> also Joe also questions how he told her without recognizing his like he's like you know Iris is stupid but she ain't that stupid but she won't recognize your voice and Barry's like I could do this cool thing with my vocal cords where I can make them go really fast inside so it kind of like sounds like an echo with a robot mm-hmm. type of thing and he starts laughing he's like that's pretty cool you're still a white boy. You're still a stupid ass white boy player. Streets are hot out here, cuz. <laughs> uh, yeah, and that's the end of that scene. They they go on there several ways. Yeah, and then uh, Barry goes to back to Star Labs. No, I'm sorry. Uh, no, he is going back to Star Labs. But before Barry goes back to Star Labs, uh, Harrison is talking to Plastique. Yes, I'm sorry. Harrison, before we go back to Star Labs, Harrison is talking to Plastique uh, by themselves. Like everyone's gone home already yeah. telling her that the only way she's gonna be free is that she gotta kill that motherfucker mr krabs right she has to kill eiling because he taking all the money 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 right so he says you have one last mission soldier kill that motherfucker motherfucker and she walks out and then that's when barry we jump to the next scene and barry's at star labs they're all sitting around and he's like where's uh where's sushi because i'm hungry <laughs> he's yeah he says where's bet and they're like oh, i don't know she left she's gone she went to go do something and then they find out that she's at the waterfront and the army is basically going after her as well because she's kind of like giving herself up but not really 
But he knew better. Right. So he knows better. He goes, she's not giving herself up. And Bragg puts a suit on and runs out. And that's when she's talking to Eiling. And she has a bunch of balls in her hand. She's like, here are all the nuts belonging to your guys that I fucking, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and she's like, and she's like, I got to kill you motherfuckers. And that's when she throws, I guess they're marbles. I, honestly, they're marbles probably. So she touches them. So they're now explosive. So she throws them. They explode. All the army people fall. Flash gets there. As she's about to go touch Eiling and make him explode. And he's like, no, don't do it. It's not you. It's not you. It's me. Or it's not you, it's them. Don't do it. And then as she's about to, you know, say, kind of like how, like, that good guy, like, yeah, you're right. Eileen shoots that bitch dead in her chest. Bang, bang, right in the titty. Right in the titty. <laughs> Which titty? The heart titty. <laughs> it's, he shoots in it's the middle the right of the titty. titty. No, it's in the middle. Your heart is in the middle. It leans to the left. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so he shoots her right in the heart. She falls to the ground. And he's like, I'm sorry, this is my fault. I shouldn't have told you to wait. And she's like, nah, it's okay. Anyway, I'm trying to feel she's like, don't worry about it. It was going to happen anyway. And as she's like taking her last breath, she looks at Barry and goes, Dr. Wells, he, and then she dies. Yes. Basically, she was going to say, she, he's the one who told me to come out here and do this. Yeah. So Barry never gets those last words from her. She dies. And then Barry's like, fuck, she's glowing. Purple. And I don't mean she looks good. I mean, <laughs> she's literally glowing purple, which is her powers. And they're like, oh, she's about to blow. You? <laughs> no, <laughs> she's about to blow. So you got to get her out of there. And now they find out that if she does explode, it's going to take out basically half the city. So he has to figure out what to do. So he looks at the building that he ran up earlier in the show. He's like, I ran on the building. Ooh, how about if I was Jesus? God bless. <laughs> <laughs> what if I was Jesus? And they're like, well, you have to run about like 650 miles per hour just to get on the water. He's like, fuck it. And then, by the way, not only do you have to drop her in the middle of the ocean or the lake or whatever that is. The ocean? The river, the ocean, whatever. You have to then run back in time to avoid the explosion, which he does. And it's not that bad of a CGI run like all the other episodes because the angle that they do it and they don't show his legs. And he's, you know, he's technically holding her body. So they don't show the terrible CGI. So it wasn't that bad. Mm. They run. They show him hit the buoy. And he runs back. She explodes, but the way he just like kind of like just drops her in the water, like babbage. He was he was Jesus. He ran out water and he baptized her. God bless. <laughs> so he drops her in the water. She kabooms. He gets out in time, and that's when they see Eiling on the on the on the on the news, and he's basically saying, "Oh, it's just the army testing some underwater weapon. Everything's okay. Don't worry, covering it up, type of shit." Blah blah blah. Right. Money, so money, then. Money, money. <laughs> so then Barry's like I can't believe he's just gonna get away with this and Wells is like you know powerful men have a way of avoiding consequences unlike you Jesus white Jesus white boy <laughs> you didn't save my people <laughs> I don't got my legs what would my legs Barry <laughs> fuck your couch anyway <laughs> so uh, the next scene after that is Barry goes to talk to Iris again Yes. Yes, he goes to talk to Iris again, basically saying, you know, I'm asking you one last time to cut this shit out. And she's like, listen, white boy, I know my father has been calling you that. And I don't know why, but white boy, you need to chill. So they, he kind of tells her, like, he left his past behind. Like, he, he let go of his mother dying and stuff like that, which is not true. You know, he's doing it basically that, so she can be protected. And she's like, oh, I need you to understand this one last time. And that's when he tells her, like, if they were in a relationship, but they're not. 
he's like, I think we should stop seeing each other for a while. Like, I'm done with you, ho. Right. You ain't trying to give me them buns. I want nothing to do with you, huns. <laughs> I think he just did that. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't hit you until you thought about it, right? I think he's just doing that too. Maybe it's a way to make her step back from it or he's trying to avoid her because he's lying to her. He wants to tell her, but Joe doesn't want her. Right, right. I, honestly, her. He's, he's not telling her not to do it because of that. He's telling her not to do it because Joe's telling her to not do it and he's saying that he needs to step away because you can see that he wanted to tell her mm-hmm. in that scene. Yes. So he's doing it so he avoids having the temptation of telling her and at the same time I think it's also he's trying to keep her safe because obviously the closer you are to the hero the more chance you have to get hurt because you'll be in the middle right. especially if your enemies find out who you love they go after them Yep. as we've seen in countless comic books yes yes superhero movies yes Shows. rest in peace Aunt May there we go oh, oh. anyway so yeah. now um, the show ends no, no, there's uh, another scene. So they're at the bar. It's Caitlin, Cisco, and Barry again. And they're at the bar and they're having a drink. And so uh, Barry's like, you know, I can't get drunk, bitch. Why the fuck am I here? And she's like, I got you, player. Check this shit out. It's 500 proof. And he smells and he's like, God damn. God bless. <laughs> <laughs> so, she, so he takes the shot. She's like, you buzz? He's like, I'm buzz. Like, Let's go back to my place. He's like, I'm not that buzz. Chill. But anyway, uh, this also like seeing how Cisco was so sad in this scene or in the scene before made me laugh because like he's not a tr- he's not an attractive guy, but he gets all the quote unquote pretty girls in the show. You ever noticed that? Mm, yeah. Well, I probably like he, his- he doesn't get them, but he get he's like attracted to them, and he has like this thing for them a lot of the times. But he like he's one of those dudes that easily falls for the chick. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he and I, I like how Caitlin's like, Oh, I think you need this drink more than anyone tonight, Barry. And Cisco's just like, Damn, bitch. What about me? I was the one crushing on her. I was the one that I wanted her to sit on my face. Damn, player. <laughs> Fucking all the white people in the show killing me. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> streets are hot out here, cuz. <laughs> Fucking metahumans and shit. Damn, player. <laughs> <laughs> So the show ends right there, but there's an after credit scene. And this is probably our longest after credit scene yet. Yeah, right? it definitely was. So the after credit scene is Harrison Wells sitting in his chair. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. He's sitting in his chair, pretending for nobody, I guess for the cameras that are watching. So, <gasps> yeah, right? Yes, so, because the only time he stands up is in that room. Right, right, right. Ah. But he's sitting in his chair, pretending for the cameras, just in case someone's watching. Even I feel like he's the only one who has access to the cameras for now. But... Uh, Eiling shows up and he's by himself he's with no one and he's like you know Harrison Wells uh, you know it's amazing how this woman can blow shit up and then some dude who can run before my eyes blink shows up to help her or blah 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 and that's what I saw and I know he's one of yours basically threatening Wells and he's like we should work together and Harrison's like if you ever threaten me again I'll kill your mother I'll kill your father I'll kill your sister I'll kill your brother <laughs> but not your daughter Cause I sleep with her. Oh my god! Without my legs, you think he has? Even though he has no access to his leg, you think his BB works? I mean, his legs work, but in this hypothetical world where he has no legs, does his BB work? You know, it depends. Honestly. His sister knows, or his daughter knows. Anyway, oh moving god. on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I know they. Some people have like no, like Lieutenant Dan, Lieutenant Dan, ice, ice cream. cream. 
So, <laughs> the scene continues because he tells him, you know, if you threaten me again, I'll end your whole life, Bing. basically. I'll kill you. Like, I'll destroy you. And I don't mean your career. I mean your life, player. My legs don't work out here, cut, but I still kill you, cut. Oh gang, gang. <laughs> <laughs> so then from there, Eileen is like, all right, no problem. He gets in the elevator and leaves. And then they flash back to five years ago into those projects that they were talking about with the whole uh, mind controlling thing. Mm-hmm. And he's he tells Eileen, they don't show anything, but he has like a paper in his hand. He's like, you know, if you keep running these tests, I, I can't do it with anymore. They're not humane. I can't do it. So if you're going to keep doing this shit, I'm out. And he's like, oh, we're almost there. He goes, no, we're done. Get out. So he leaves. And then Harrison Wells walks into a room. And he's like, don't worry, boy. We're not going to do any more tests on you. We actually, I actually have uh, different plans for you, for your future. And then they kind of pan down. And they show that it's a cage. And there's a gorilla in it. And on the cage, it says, Grod. Grod. Which, like I said, is a supervillain that belongs to the Flash in the future. Gorilla Grod. <laughs> so yeah I mean those who are actual Flash fans were like oh shit which Mm. was like a super easy thing but at the time you didn't know who he was no I didn't but me I was like oh shit (laughs) that was my uh, Georgia the Jungle (laughs) you know because he fucked gorillas yeah anyway (laughs) that's the end of episode 5 and now we're gonna jump into episode 6 The Flash is Born so I'm, I mean, I'm assuming a mama, a mama, a mama. I'm assuming, assuming that your mama. <laughs> I'm assuming that that's God when. Oh, I'm, I'm assuming that's when they officially call him the Flash. Well, seeing how we've seen this episode, I think so. <laughs> you know, I saw this episode. The Flash is born. I want to say almost five years ago. No. Yes, almost no, five sweetheart. years ago. No. In January, no, it's five sweetie. years. No, boo-boo. Yes, boo-boo. No, boo-boo. No player. Oh, wait, no, it was March. No players. Playa. <laughs> <laughs> when did we start watching the play? No, it was. It was January. We've seen this show together twice. This is the third run-through together. Yes. Okay, now. But the second run-through was more for you and the kids. No, no, no. I didn't sit there and watch all the episodes. Anyway, episode six. The episode opens with Iris doing um, that little intro Intro that Barry usually does for the last five episodes, but except it's her doing it instead because she's writing the her blog, basically. And basically, you know, we're hearing her version of the words, which she just happens to be saying what Barry always says. What a coincidence. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, so then uh, she finishes her blog and Barry runs and swoops her up as the flash takes her to the roof again and is like yo what did i say and she's like playa 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 and he's like it's not playa it's playa <laughs> <laughs> and he tells her um i still need you to stop writing about this and she says uh no yeah she says no and he's like you know you told me that you wanted to give hope to someone and she's like you know it's not about him anymore kind of you know, now it's about the fact that everyone needs to know that you exist to give everybody hope. And that's what I want. And then he tells her, whatever, then if you're going to keep writing, don't call me the streak no more, bitch. And he's like, what's the suggestion? He's like, anything but the streak, because I ain't naked. That's a stupid ass name. <laughs> you a stupid ass hoe with a stupid ass name. Oh my God. And then she's like, oh, you can't leave me on the roof. And then he, you know, he ran away. And then she's like, oh, you can't leave me on the roof. And he runs, takes her back down and leaves her back downstairs. And then uh, that's when we go straight into some dude drying. Uh, dry, drying? Yes, drying. Because he's a fucking 
dryer. <laughs> he puts things inside him and they cycle around his dick and then they are all heated and they're ready to go. No, okay. he's driving a yellow Hummer <laughs> down the streets and he's breaking through a whole bunch of shit. And apparently he stole that yellow Hummer because the cops are chasing him and they, they set uh, like a barrier in the street with all these cars and they're shooting at him and he's not stopping. And there's this little boy walking through the street and, and this little boy was walking, right? Distracted on his phone. He would have not noticed anything. He would have just kept walking across the street. And then Joe's like, yo, playa, yo, white boy, little white boy. And the little white boy stops to turn and look at Joe like, what's happening? And then the fucking car's coming. If Joe did not distract him, he probably would have made it across the street without a problem. Uh, Quite honestly. (laughs) But then Barry shows up as the Flash, grabs the kid, moves him out the way, puts him in like the dirt. And it's like, you know, dig these holes, white boy. Oh, that's how it feels to be called white boy. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so then uh, Eddie starts, like they're down the block and Eddie starts shooting and all the cops start shooting at the car. And Eddie sees that he hits the dude in the face and in the head. And the dude is still not slowing down. He saw him too. Right, he saw him. He saw him turn to metal. Oh, I, I guess. I don't really know. Because no. it was kind of far and you're just assuming. No, because he said, what the hell? When Yeah, but it could just be what the hell because I shot him right in the face and he's not budging. Eh, I think he saw him turn to metal. Whatever. He he partially turned to metal. And then, um, you know, Eddie's just staying there in the ministry like, what the... Turned into the little white boy. It's like the same scene just happening again. That's Days of Future Past. It's like the ghost of future past. The ghost of the future Christmas stuff. <laughs> Got it. It's the past and the present happening in the same scene. Eddie from the past is also there. Anyway, so then Joe saves uh, Jerry. Jerry. <laughs> Joe saves Jerry and gets him out of the way. And uh, Barry goes after him. Barry goes after him. Yes, thank you so much. You're so welcome. I remember I had a co-host. That's crazy. <laughs> so Barry goes after him, whatever. And then um, Barry's like, get the fuck out of the vehicle. Forgetting that he's CSI. He thinks he's a real cop. He's like, get the fuck out of the vehicle. The guy gets out. He's like, as you wish, officer. Gets out. Rips the door off. Mm-hmm. Throws the door at Barry. Barry does the Matrix. Literal Matrix. I'm not even joking. Yeah, like, he's one. Neo. He's the one. And then the dude just looks at Barry like, haha, very good. I'm glad you moved. So Barry throws a right hook and breaks his hand across his face. Like, you see his wrist bend and everything, which yeah. you could just tell is his, his wrist bending. What's he trying to tell us? Mm-hmm. <laughs> For your pride. Barry screams in pain the dude punches Barry in the stomach Barry goes flying over the car the dude goes after Barry goes to punch him and Barry runs away and then that's when we go into the next scene which is Barry knocked out cold on Star Lab's floor and Cisco, Caitlin and Wells come in like what the fuck happened to you he just took a shitload of heroin oh my god oh my god that's a lot that's a lot it's a shitload is a lot anyway yeah, so Barry's knocked out on the floor, and they're yeah, like, "What?" Blood the f-? In his mouth. And then uh, they they jump to where he's already on the, I want to say the gurney, right? That's what it's called. Uh, I guess hospital bed, like I don't gurney, know. hospital bed, whatever, whatever. He, and he has like a one of those metal casts on his hands that like separate the fingers or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they find out that he has thirteen fractures in his hand. He has like broken ribs, a concussion, and a, a injured spleen, something like that. Yeah, a bruised spleen, bruise spleen, whatever, a tear in his spleen. But she tells him, you know, even with your powers, it's still going to take a couple hours to be fully healed, which a couple hours is nothing compared to months and years and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, you know, they tell him the, they tell him like, um, what the fuck did you hit? And he goes, actually, it was someone who hit me. It's a big man. 
but I think I recognized him or something like that. He sound, he said he, something he that sounded familiar. Yeah. He said, you look like someone who can take a beating or who needs to take something like that, whatever. Somebody who's made to take a beating. Yes, you look like someone who's made to take a beating. And obviously we find out later on, which I'll just confirm now, it's one of Barry's bullies from when he was a kid. That's not, it's not a spoiler. Yeah, He's no. not a huge person in the show. But you find out that it's one of Barry's uh, bullies from when he was a kid. Right. Before we continue, I totally forgot this point. So the, uh, when they're inside Star Labs talking about the fucking new metahuman, um, they basically say that how he can turn into metal. And Harrison Wells does this like terrible joke. He's like, oh, a man of steel, which is, you know, <laughs> a little ha 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 ha. You get it? Man of steel. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah. So reference to Superman. We got it. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so going forward, uh, back to the show in order, we're at the precinct now, and the captain is holding a meeting about this guy who stole the car and whatever, they're trying to capture him, whatever, and they got his name and information, and it, right, right here is when it's confirmed, like I was just saying, because you said not to ruin it, but it's not ruining it, because it was the very next 30 seconds, blah, blah, blah. where it's Barry's bully, and then they show a flashback of when he was bullying Barry when they were kids, and he said the exact same thing, that you were born to take a beating. And then uh, they show Iris as a kid, you know, consoling Barry for getting pushed and blah, 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 and being knocked down to the ground. And then he snaps out of it, and Eddie's there like, hey, maybe you can help me. We can help each other, kind of. You know, we can figure this out together. And Barry's like, great, now I gotta work with this fucking piece of shit. Jerry. Freddy. Jerry. Eddie. Freddy, Jerry. Jerry then, you know, asked him, like, you know, uh, basically about, like, the guy. Like, how the hell is that even possible that he was able to you know get the bullets fall off his face like he saw something like he saw the bullets basically like ricochet off his face right and how is that possible right barry's like oh maybe he's wearing armor and he's like oh on his face really and that's when the whole bag shows up iris <laughs> and she's like what up players what up white boys two white boys for the price of one gangbang oh my god so <laughs> you know she gives she honestly she actually gives barry the cold shoulder because the whole situation that happened between them mm-hmm. and you know eddie notices it right away that they're being cold to each other. So Barry kind of excuses himself. And she's like, oh, detective, do you have any comments about the streak? Blah, blah. He's like, no, I got nothing to say. And she's like, cool. You ain't getting no pussy tonight. <laughs> so moving on. And she gives like Barry that dirty ass look that women give men when they're walking away when they don't like them. You know, like when someone has a girlfriend and they don't like the cousin. Mm. 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 That's not a reference to anyone. That's literally me <laughs> oh yeah okay. yeah i remember that story. that hoe that didn't like me for some reason if for some reason you're listening to this hoe fuck <laughs> you <laughs> but yeah um no but uh, but right before that eddie was like yeah i'm fine if you check your voicemail you would know oh yeah that if you check your voicemail her. you would know that and you know she was like oh i'm sorry i was working and barry's like bitch no, no you, you wasn't, wasn't. you was fucking with the flash <laughs> You hoe. He sees she's a hoe. See? He finally sees it. She a hoe. Faux show. Are you anyway, lying? So we jump into the next scene, which is uh, Barry's back at Star Labs, and he's training with a fake robot that Cisco made for him to kind of like reenact, or not reenact, to give him some kind of like, to, to train against, you know, to fight against, so he's more prepared this time when he goes against the fucking Metal Man. Man of Steel. No. Fine. Goes against Metal Man. Metal Man. And that's not his name in the show yet, but, you know, Cisco hasn't named him yet. But Me- Metal Man. I'm calling him Metal Man. So, Metal Man, fake Metal Man, is, pra- you know, Barry's practicing fighting, and, and Cisco's kind of, like, doing the rock'em, sock'em robot with it. 
as Barry fights it. And the, the robot kind of punches Barry too hard and dislocates his shoulder. That's when Barry falls to the ground and he's like, ah, my dick. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how they're connected. The dick bone's connected to the shoulder bone. <laughs> <laughs> so then Barry's laying on the table and Iris is, I mean, Iris, Caitlin is like, this is going to hurt. It's going to be quick, but it's going to hurt regardless. And then that's when uh, his phone starts ringing. It's Eddie. And Barry's like, speaking of pain. And then, you know, he fucking, she pulls the shoulder and it snaps. Yeah, she, she called him out on visiting, visiting Iris. Iris. He's like, oh, you wouldn't life. have happened been going visiting, visiting that hole last night, right? He's mm-hmm. like, nah, player, we stick together. And she's like, good. Mm-hmm. Boom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she pulls it, whatever. Then we jump into the scene where Joe actually shows up at uh, Star Labs. Star Labs, yes. Thank you very much, co-host. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> I know you were here for a reason. Yeah, I mean. So she's <laughs> Joe shows up to Star Labs and Harrison Wells like, oh, Barry's not here. That white boy went running after your daughter. And uh, he goes, I'm actually here for you. And he goes, for what? And Joe goes, I need you help. Need you help. I need your help solving an old case of mine and Harrison Wells is like what case is that what the hell so funny I need your help oh my god <laughs> help me get to grandma's house where are we going I got it I got it can you imagine Joe in a Dora outfit <laughs> with the shorts and the hair oh yeah Joe <laughs> anyway <laughs> so Joe's like, I need your help figuring out the murder of Barry's mother. And Harrison Wells like, ah, very good. Mm. Mm. But he didn't put a face like he knew something, which his face know, was more like he was surprised. Yeah, he's mm. like, why you want to dig up that buried bitch? Yes, buried bitch. Why you want to dig up that buried bitch? Not Barry, as in his name is Barry, but buried as in B U R I E D, buried because she's under the ground, dead. Like this is interesting. Right, right, right. Hmm. So his face is hard to read sometimes. Very hard to read. So is his legs. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we jump down to the crime scene where the Humvee is left, or Hummer, whatever they they call it a Humvee, but it's everyone knows it as a Hummer, right? Hummer's the company, I think, right? I don't know. Whatever. So the Hummer has a bunch of kegs in it. So Barry's like, "Well, I think what happened here was the dude got drunk, he stole the kegs, and then he went for a joyride, and he crashed, and he got out, and you guys shot at him. He blah, robbed blah, blah, ATMs blah. too. He robbed ATMs too. Sure, whatever." And then, uh, you know, Jerry is like, okay, so now we have to figure out, you know, what's going on between you and Iris. And he's like, I don't want to talk about it, white boy. We're going to we're gonna get past this. And right now it's not the time. And he's all like, oh, you know, good, he- good head. <laughs> wow. Wow. Come on. I mean. Come on, Jerry. Keep it PG. <laughs> Jesus, Jerry. So he's like, good friends are hard to come by. And then Barry has a flashback when they're kids. And basically later on that day, uh, Joe is teaching Barry how to box, you know, for self-defense. And then he's boxing with Iris and Iris gives him the one-two uppercut to the dick and he falls to the ground. That's not a joke. She actually punches him in the gut, drops down to the ground. And uh, Joe's like, you know, you don't always have to fight. You can always run the other way. Basically saying, I know you're the flash, so you're going to run. I forgot what I was going to say. You said know your strength. Yeah. Yeah. But telling him, not calling him to be scared. Like telling him to be scared, but know what fights you can actually win. More or less, yeah. <laughs> know when to run, basically. Right. Right. He doesn't have to fight. The next scene is Joe and Harrison Wells officially talking about the murder case. And he tells him, 
that Barry, because he was watching the tape. Was it this episode? Uh, the tape of Barry talking? Yeah. I think it was the last episode. Whatever. At a certain point, we skipped that scene. But uh, Joe watched like a scene of the, not interrogation, the questioning of Barry. Talking about the man in yellow in yellow lightning. Right? Yes. And then- okay. So he tells him like, oh, you know, 14 years ago. Barry said that he saw uh, a man in yellow in yellow lightning kill his mom and that there was a single stab wound and Nora Allen was dead. And, you know, Wells is like, well, there's only... No, he doesn't say that yet. Oh, yeah. So he said that he saw Barry do what Barry said happened to him when he was a kid. He said that he ended up blocks away and he doesn't know how he got there. And basically when... He saw when the car, when the Hummer was going to the kid, Barry got the kid out of the way and brought him way farther than where the car was. So he saw what he said from the past. Right. So Barry's story all those years ago unfolded in front of his eyes, which made him believe even more that what Barry said back then is possible. And he went to Harrison Wells to kind of confirm it. Right. Right. Basically, I guess to see if it's possible for somebody like him to have existed 14 years ago right and harrison well says there's only one problem with that my machine didn't explode yet explode yet my machine did not explode yet so it's not possible Mm. and then joe asks again but is it possible that someone might have had these powers back then and you know they were just given these talents in a way yeah, or got it somewhere else. Did you say God is somewhere else? No, or they got it somewhere oh, else. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> basically, <laughs> he asked, and Harrison Wells was like, nah, nah, not player. This It's not possible. And Joe gives his face like, mm-hmm, sure. So we jump to the next scene, and Barry and uh, Jerry are interrogating the guys who are at the bar where the two kegs or whatever it was were stolen from, two, three, four, five, however many were in the Hummer. They question the guys on the truck, and the guys on the truck is like, oh, no, we uh, didn't have anything stolen. We have all our shit. And, you know, they're kind of like, ah, we don't believe you. And there's one guy who makes a face who makes it obvious because they show the picture of the of the metal man. His name is Tony. Tony. And they're like, yo, Tony. Well, not yo, Tony. You know Tony? And my hey, man like, kind of hides. And then he, <laughs> oh, so the dude runs away. The dude runs away. And then Eddie's like, come on, Barry. We got to catch him. <laughs> Like the, the fucking dynamic duo. And uh, so they chase after him. And Barry's like, oh, yeah, I'm the Flash. And Barry, like, runs around and beats them and ends up in front of them. And then kind of just, like, looks at Jerry. And Jerry's like, how the fuck did you get here? But mm-hmm. they didn't say it yet. And then, you know, Barry's not paying attention. And a dude just jump, <laughs> jabs him in the face. And Barry hits the ground. And that's he, what? I think he did that on purpose. I know he did it on purpose. Okay. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. For 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 uh, Jerry's eyes. Yeah. Um. So he jabs him. And he falls to the ground. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the guy is picked up, and he's like, oh, "I didn't do nothing." He's like, "Why did you run the whole typical cop shit?" And then they break down the story of Tony, of Tony, how he got his powers. They said you know, ten months ago that uh, they all got pink slips and they all got fired, and he beat the shit out of the guy who fired them, basically. Mm-hmm. And, and he then, fell. And then he fell into molted metal. Right. And that's how he got his powers. Right. 
he accidentally fell. And they thought he was dead. And they thought he was dead. And he's like, well, good for you. He's not dead. He's still alive. And then that's when um, Jerry, Eddie, Freddie is like, yo, man, how'd you get in front of me? And he's like, I got these busting ass Jordans. Not really. Nike. Whatever. He's He's got Converse. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so then we go into the next scene, which is Jitters. Jitters. Yes. Tony shows up at Jitters. So the next scene is that uh, there, Iris is at Jitters and the cashier is like, oh, where's your white shadow? She literally says your shadow, but I'm going to white shadow because he's a white boy. <laughs> they go, oh, where's your white shadow? No, he's cute. If you ain't going to have him, pass him down. And Iris is like, I'm saving him for later. Mm. Chill out, bitch. But uh, that's when Tony walks through the front door and Tony's like, what up, mama? I haven't seen you in a long ass time. <laughs> Let me see what dumb cheeks do. Oh my god! <laughs> so he's ba- anyway. He's hitting on her, and he's hitting on her because she writes about the streak. Mm-hmm. Exactly what everyone was telling her was going to happen is happening. He came to her because she feels like she knows something, and he's like, "Where's that man in the licorice suit?" Mm-hmm. And she's like, "I don't know. I just write about him. I don't actually know him." Then he continues to hit on her, and he literally invites her over to his place to to smash, yeah, to hit it and quit it, basically, yeah. No. fucking Tony's <laughs> fucking Tony's so Iris is like nah and then as this conversation is happening the wanted poster on the news shows up at Jitters and the you know the girl who wants Barry is like yo Iris check this shit out my man's wanted and then she's like oh my boyfriend's picking me up let me give him a call you know for the policeman's ball and he looks at the TV too and he's like nah bitch give me the phone she gives him the phone he turns into the fucking Hulk Mm-hmm. Not really. He turns Steel into like to Colossus. <laughs> yeah, basically. And he crushes the phone and puts it in the chip jar. The chip jar. No, chip. not the chip jar. The tip jar. Because he wants to put the tip of his metal penis in oh. her... Bu- what? Just the tip. Just a tip. <laughs> <laughs> but he leaves a tip, too. A very large one. <sighs> <laughs> I didn't do that on purpose. <laughs> he leaves a big wad of cash, like... A wad of cash that he stole from the ATM, I'm sure, and dropped it in there. He's like, "Well, we'll have this conversation later." That motherfucker walks out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, that's when we jump back to Star Labs because Barry's there. Yeah, Barry's there at Star Labs, and he's staring at the fake metal machine that broke his shoulder or separated his shoulder, dislocated his shoulder. And that's when um, Caitlin comes in. Is like, "Oh, Barry, I just saw this on Iris' blog. Do you have any idea who this is for? Since you don't know." what I was talking about earlier. It's basically a message to the Flash without being a message to the Flash. She's like, you know, I have information. And Barry's like, okay, I'm just going to go use the bathroom real quick. And he speeds out and meets Iris at Jitters where she tells him about the man with the metal arm. Right, and where he is. He had told her that he's... At an an apartment in the west side of Keystone. And he's like, I think I know where he is. So then he gets out of there, doesn't listen to her, Runs after. Cisco's like, chill, bro. You can't run while angry. We don't even know how to beat this guy. He shows up to where he thinks he is because he got um, from the Hummer. He picked up like his DNA mm-hmm. and a piece of metal and they kind of traced it back to a certain warehouse. Right. So they go to that warehouse and the dude is already waiting for Barry and he fucking knocks him out. After Barry gets knocked out, I think it was like coming back from a commercial break. Because it's too, too little time to jump in because then uh, Cisco and Caitlin are actually there to find Barry under a fucking bookshelf. A metal bookshelf. 
So they save him. They pull him out, making sure that he's not hurt, right? And then uh, they take him basically back to Star Labs. Mm-hmm. And he got yelled at. Yes, he gets yelled at and scolded by by uh, Harrison Wells and everybody. Basically everybody. Well, not Cisco, but mostly Caitlin and Harrison Wells. And they're like, "I told you not to do that. You could have died. You could, whatever." And he's telling him, "You know, this was my childhood bully. I couldn't beat him then, and I can't beat him now." And then Harrison Wells like, "Well, we got an idea." Yeah. So they basically tell Barry that anything, no matter what it is, can be dented. I don't know the word can be hurt right he can basically they tell him that if you go at the right speed and at the right angle you can knock him the fuck out right and they tell him you have to go Mach point one one point one <laughs> which and then Caitlin's like that's 800 miles per hour and Cisco's like technically bitch that's 837 miles per hour and he would have to be 5.3 blocks away before you ask your next question because <laughs> men are always on top of it Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Well, just so you know, Barry, if you don't hit it, you'll shatter every bone in your body. Somehow, your hand will then go reverberate through the rest of your body, and every bone will play dominoes and shatter." Yeesh. And Barry's like, "Well, oh no, yeah, we we, at CCPD. we go back to CCPD, and that is where Barry is talking to Joe, and Joe's like, "What happened?" He's like, "I don't feel like talking about it. I'm done getting my ass kicked," and then. uh fucking Jerry shows up and he's like yo Barry I really wanted to catch this guy and he's like not as much as I wanted to catch him so he's like I want to hit something <laughs> and Barry goes what? <laughs> and Joe goes I'm pretty sure he doesn't want to hit you just just follow him so they go upstairs and somehow Barry now has a punching bag in his lab that wasn't there at all throughout the show when did this motherfucker have a chance to move a punching bag in there? Was that his lab or was that just another lab? No it's his lab mm. It was Barry's lab, and they were somehow there was a punching bag in it. Maybe they put it in there while the commercial break or whatever. <sighs> He's never had a punching bag in there, and they're telling me for our sake of commercial breaks, they put it in there. Yeah, because Eddie went up first, and he could have said like, "Let's bring the punching bag into the thingy," and then that's where they start. Right. Whatever. Whatever. I'm pretty sure it was hanging from the ceiling, but sure. Anyway, so he starts Jerry's punching it, and you know. Barry's like, can I go now? And, you know, Jerry's like, nah, you gotta listen to me. Basically telling him he also had bullies or whatever. So then he tells Barry to take a shot at the punching bag, and Barry punches it once, punches it twice, and the third one, he does a super fast punch and bursts a hole in the seam and the sand starts spilling out. Yeah. And Jerry's like, my man, how you do that? And now, we jump forward to Harrison Wells, and Joe talking at the bar. They're at a bar for some reason. And he's like, thanks to you for wheeling down here. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Joe is continuing on with the whole, uh, you know, trying to figure out Barry's mother's murder. And that maybe there was another particle accelerator that went off. Mm-hmm. And Harrison says, I don't remember ever seeing basically the dark matter lightning clouds before I came to town. And Joe goes, oh, that's right. When did you come to town? And then Harrison Well looks at him like, ah, so now you're accusing me, basically. Yeah, he put it together that he's not actually there for his help. Right, he's there to question him. And then he tells him, um, you know, what were you doing here before? You know, I noticed that you opened up your lab a month later after Barry's mother was murdered. 
so what were you doing in Central City before? Wells says, I was starting over. And if you want to know what the fuck I'm talking about, look at the name Tess Morgan. Mm. Mm, who's Tess? Who's Tess? Who's Tess? It's not Iris. We find out. All right, so finally to the good shit. Uh, Middleman shows up at Iris's house, who has a bunch of cops outside, and he fucking murders all of them, takes Iris, and grabs that bitch, and he... I'm not going to say that joke. <laughs> I'm not going to say that joke. He takes her. He kidnaps her. Woman naps her. He takes that bitch. And then we jump to the precinct where all the cops are, including Barry and Joe. They get a call saying that she's missing, right? Mm -hmm. At this point, she's just missing. They don't know where she is. And then um, they, they show her and Tony at their elementary school, which they just happen to have to go to. And he's still hitting on her and he's telling her, like, I always wanted you. And she plays along. She's like, oh, why didn't you tell me sooner? She grabs the fire alarm that she pulls. And he tells her, if you do shit like that again, it's going to be more than a bruise. And he rips the alarm off the wall so it can kind of like immediate stop. Mm. So while they're all trying to figure out where Iris is, uh, a random cop walks in. And he's like, oh, there was a, a fire alarm at the elementary school. And Joe's like, wait a second. That's the school that you went to and Iris went to. And Barry's like, and Tony went to. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He knows. <laughs> but he doesn't know. <laughs> so Joe's like, go, white boy. So the white boy runs off. And they kind of do a little dance. Make a little love. Get down tonight. <laughs> no, they get into a fight in the hallway of the school. And Barry, like, you know, kicks him in the ass and, like, does the super speed. And then Tony kind of, like, roughs him up a little bit. And that's when Barry's like, I'm out of here. Fuck this bitch. She can save herself. Barry runs. And then Caitlin's like, where the fuck is he going? And Cisco's like, well, he's 5.3 miles away. <laughs> oh, so he's going to go for it. Yep. So Barry's like, does his sonic thing. He like rolls up in the ball, does the <laughs> and <laughs> he's off. And he runs, he runs, runs. And, and Caitlin's like, no. And, and Cisco's like, go. And she's like, no, go, no, go. And then boom, he connects. Barry doesn't die, doesn't explode. None of the bones fall out. And Cisco goes, Sonic Punch, baby. Funny Sonic. And I was just doing the little Sonic sound. Those are the rings? Yeah. The rings fell out? Yeah. The rings fell out? Yeah. Even though he hit him? Yeah, his rings fell out. Whatever. So he, 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 knocks, he knocks Tony down. Tony kind of like stumbles back up. And out of nowhere, Iris then punches him. But he's not. He, she punches him with no problem. How? How, Sway? Oh, because they said that once you get a good when. If he punches him at that speed, he's wounded. Like, he doesn't have that strength. I sure, guess, we'll give it that. Okay. They said something like that, though. I remember that. Okay, sure, we'll give it that. Okay. So, Iris is the one that knocks him out. But, yes, Iris is the one that knocks him out. Uh, yeah, she finishes it. So, she finishes it. She, oh, yeah, she finishes it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm, she loved them white boys. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> oh, shit, yes. She loves them white boys. <laughs> gang, gang. Uh-oh, Oreo. <laughs> <laughs> so, you remember those? Yeah. They were white on the outside, brown on the inside. Yes. You get what I'm saying, right? Mm -hmm. They're going to yeah, yeah, DP her. Yeah, I got you know it. what DP is? It's DP. No, DP. DP? Double penetration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to double penetrate Iris. Okay, we got it. Thanks. In <laughs> case you guys didn't get it, when you DP, no. one goes in the S, the other goes in the vajayjay. <laughs> in the vajayjay. Thank you for clarifying that. You're welcome. So anyway, uh, they take Tony back to the fortress, the lab. Where the cells are. Accelerator. Yes, but the they call it the pipeline now. Pipeline. They take it down to the pipeline. He's locked up. 
Barry just has to show his face like, you remember me? Motherfucker. <laughs> you remember me, bitch? Well, here I am. I got you this time. I win. Barry's all excited and they're like, oh, what, what bully do we go after next? Mm-hmm. I like his little dance. Yeah, he does a little. little yeah. Yeah. So we jump to Harrison Wells and um, Joe talking. And Joe basically is like, I'm sorry. He gives him a bottle of liquor. He's like, I looked up Tess Morgan and I'm sorry for your loss. Basically, Tess Morgan was Harrison Wells' girlfriend, also business partner and lab partner, whatever. And she died in a car crash. Was it his girlfriend? Yes. They weren't engaged? Um, Married? I think they were engaged. Because he said, I was married to work. I was married to, we were married to a work as much as we, we were, were to each other. To okay, so maybe it's his ex-wife. His, his, he's a widower. I don't know. Anyway, they were in love. They were together. That's all I know. She died in a car crash. That's all we know for right now. For right now. So she died in a car crash. She says, I'm sorry for your loss. And he's like, you know, I couldn't live with myself and I couldn't go back to the lab that we worked in. So I moved to Central City. And he says, when Nora Allen died, the particle accelerator was just a thought. There was no way it was going to be possible. As in they weren't working on that yet. So. Right. It wasn't something that he was thinking about doing yet. So it was, it's not possible. So he tells him, you know, who, whatever or whoever killed him didn't come from his work, at least. So there, there's, he doesn't have the explanation. And then he kind of tells him, you know, I'm sorry that I accused you or not accused you, but kind of like put you under my radar. And he's like, you know, maybe you can still help me. And he's like, and he laughed. They laugh it off. Ha 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 ha. And they're like, yeah, no problem. And he don't stop until he gets his man. He don't stop till he. He don't stop till the party stop. And the party don't stop because the Joe party never stop. Because he cop. <laughs> cop stop. Cop don't stop. He a black cop. So he drops? Sure. Okay. Who drops? I don't know. Wells dropped. That's why he got no legs. Oh my God. So. <laughs> he got legs. They don't work. Well, we know they do. But um, yeah. So now we cut to Barry going to visit Iris at Jitters and kind of apologizing. And, you know, they're trying to both amends and they both apologize to each other and saying that they missed each other and they can, you know, Barry's like, you know, let's, let's talk. And she's like, oh, I promise I won't talk about the streak. And he's like, no, I want you to. Oh, what I, what I mean is, I don't want to talk about me. I want you to go ahead and just talk about whatever you want. And she's all like, well, there's this other guy. And he's like, oh my God, a gangbang, you filthy hoe. <laughs> no, she tells him that there's a guy that they say that he's on fire. And there's another meta human that people are reporting that they call him the burning. Well, she calls him the burning man. Yeah. Or they call Barry says burning man. And then she basically tells Barry how the streak is so incredible that he's in and out before a blink of an eye and he moves in a and Barry goes a flash and she goes a flash. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> my, my juiciness just came out. I'm all wet, Barry. Oh Thanks. My God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all wet, Barry. Thank you. So she officially dubs in the flash in her very next article. And then you see her like follower counter just go from like 900 to like 1,050, whatever, blah, 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 blah. And then he is officially dubbed the flash and that episode ends. And then we go into our after credit scene. Yeah. So our after credit scene is Joe Mama, Joe Mama. Joe is looking at the case files in his home, looking at pictures. He crossed out Harrison being connected in some way and then red lightning red and yellow red lightning. robin yep. no it's only red lightning 
So it's red. No, it's only red lightning. So there's a bunch of red lightning, and you hear like a like a swooshing, like a swooshing, and it sounds like a fucking like a demon is in there. They kind of do like a scary sound, and then you see the man in yellow with his red eyes. With his red eyes, and he looks at Joe. He goes, <laughs> "No, I'm serious. He does." I know. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, everyone. Okay. He does <laughs> at him, and Joe's like, "Ah, don't hurt me." And then uh, he and he took all the case files. He took all the case files and he left nothing behind except for Joe's drink. And then there's a picture of Iris on the wall with a knife in her chest. And it says stop or else. Better stop player. So Joe got his little warning telling him to cut that shit. Iris is now in danger again because of both of them. Both motherfuckers. That's the end of that episode. So that is episodes five and six. Yes. This was episode nine of MWM, yes. and this was episode three of Flash Fridays. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. All multiples of three. Yes. Three. Three. Six. Three. Nine. Three. Get, get out. <laughs> Go into the thunderstorm. Is it still thundering out there? I no. heard it before, but I, I don't, don't know. hear it now. I don't know. So, everybody, thank you for joining us for another Flash Friday. I hope this was funny enough to keep your attention i hope it's not too funny where you're actually engaged in the story and if you think that we're being too much and you want to just have the review fuck you (laughs) now we'll we'll maybe clean it up here and there we noticed that these episodes are going a little longer than our first flash friday we've been doing it a little different this time around yes but uh we'll see what works and you guys let us know what works anyway but we will definitely catch you guys on monday and if anyone like i said or like the outro says, if you have any subjects that you want us to talk about, if you have any ideas, uh, if you guys want to hear more funny stories from my life, maybe stories that Mrs. DK hasn't heard yet, let us know if you want to hear those. And if you're very intrigued about my questions every week, I got more. You always have more. You want to know? Want me to ask it now? Well, well I, I'm fucking yeah. stuttering. I, 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 you want I, I, a wawa sandwich? Okay. <gasps> yes. No. You want to know this week's question? Yes. See you Monday, bitches. (laughs) Fuck you, white boy. Thank you for listening to today's episode. For more from the Morning Stars, including requests to be a guest on the show or show topics you wish to be discussed on MWM, please visit us on Instagram at DK double underscore Morningstar. You can also feel free to follow us on Instagram, Twitch and other social platforms that can be found on our Instagram bio. And don't forget to like, follow and share. The MWM Podcast truly appreciates its audience, current and future. <laughs>